0: The Roman Missal and the lectionary says that this is the 26th Sunday in ordinary time. And so it is. But it is also the fifth Sunday in the season of creation, a time that Pope Francis has given to the Universal Church to deepen its love for God, our Creator, to be ever more aware of the sacredness of all creation and to renew our care for each other. Stretching from September 1st to the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi this coming Friday, October the 4th, This is a time for us to focus on the remarkable and inspiring teaching of Pope Francis in his encyclical of 2015 titled Laudato Si, on care for our common home. The message in this document is so timely and critical for our world today. It makes one ask, why have we not been paying attention to the issue that the Pope raises until just more recently? Of course, Pope Francis is not the only person or the first world leader to raise concerns about the need to be vigilant about issues related to our care Of the earth and the environment. Many, many have raised alarms about climate change, about the wastefulness of the earth's resources, about the inequities of how those resources are shared or not among peoples of world communities. The overconsumption by some has meant a daily scarcity for many others. Therein lies the moral issue at the heart of the Pope's message. As he states that the intimate that there is, an intimate relationship between our care of the earth and our care of each other. A concern that he says is a matter of Christian ethics and a challenge to every person of faith. In that light, today's gospel could be taken as a wake-up call for all of us. The rich man, who is nameless in the gospel, could be any one of us, or could be a representative of those nations that have access to abundant quantities of natural or manufactured resources and who are able to control the distribution of those resources for their own benefit. At the same time, whole sectors of the world's population struggle for daily survival. The rather harsh Judgment by the prophet Amos in our first reading today could well be directed to the contemporary scene where the one percent are stretched comfortably on their beds of ivory, drinking bowls of wine, and with a nod toward today using the best oils to anoint themselves, and feasting on the finest foods. There are the other hand. The poor, who are represented in the person of Lazarus, beg at the door, hoping only for the scraps that fall from the table of the well-to-do. In March of 2008, a Vatican office known as the Apostolic Penitentiary. don't know if you're familiar with this office. They keep track of sins in the world. Somebody has to do this. But seriously, in 2008, they listed a number of ecological offenses, they call them. Ecological, ecological offenses that they said were among the forms of social sin that afflict the sacredness of creation. Such actions as unlimited deforestation, pollution of the air and water sources, the waste of foods, the emission of toxic gases, All, they said, considered as a serious rupture in the beauty of creation and harmful to God's creatures, both human beings and those creatures that populate the land, the air, and the waters of the cosmos. This past week, you may have noticed, as I did in the news, and I was encouraged by the young Swedish teenager Gutta Thunberg, who has become a sort of modern-day prophet and advocate for climate change, and has inspired rallies in several cities around the world, counting thousands of people. In Rome alone, 100,000 people, not just young people, but primarily, but people of all ages, crying out for greater efforts by government leaders to take the future of the world's climate and environment more seriously. And many of those world leaders joined those young people in those peaceful rallies. Unfortunately, some world leaders who remain nameless mocked her. Each of us can be more aware of the well-being of creation, not only because it is necessary for our survival, but because we have a moral obligation to hand on to future generations what we have received and what we now enjoy. It would be sad if we continue to contribute to a great chasm, to borrow a phrase from today's Gospel, a chasm that exists between the bounty of the earth that we depend on and the scarcity that others need to live with. It would be an even greater tragedy if that chasm is rooted in a lack of charity and respect for the image and likeness of God that identifies every single person on this earth. Pope Francis goes on and urges in his encyclical to, quote, let our prayer be inspired once again by a closeness to nature, which leads us to give thanks to God and Creator, to reflect on our own lifestyles, how our daily decisions about food, Consumption, transportation, the use of water and energy and other material goods can often be thoughtless and harmful. End of quote. Instead, we, like Amos, like the young Swedish teenager, we are called to prophetic actions, to both prayer and commitment to the care of creation called to have the courage to do good without waiting for someone else to begin or until it is too late.